Blog Talk Radio.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, and welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and today is May the 4th, 2023. We're five months and four days into this new year, and God is continuing to bless us. And so I thank him for each and every day, thank him for each and every morning, because he's faithful, and uh, he wakes up, up, and I, 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 get, I can't say nothing, but thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, because he's that kind of God, and he's on our side today, in spite of us, looking beyond fault, getting me, me, says, these things just blessed me real good. So today, we're going to talk about the church, uh, the first church, the early church, uh, I don't want to get too caught up into the new wave, new age churches because God created one church <laughs> like he created one man. Yeah. He created one woman. Yeah. In the beginning. And it grew from there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised Brother Louis 57 is a little chilly, a little chilly. <laughs> but yeah, he created his house and it will remain the same. I know they may change the name of it. They may change what they do inside the building. And if it's not what he said to do, then guess what? It's not his house. It's somebody else's house. Whoever name is on it, it's their house, but it's not his. Because in his house, his house is called the house of prayer. And in his house, there are certain things that go on and certain things that don't go on. He didn't cut man down. He didn't kill man because man decided to bring a twist to things in the church building. He decided to bring in the praise dancers, they called them, and the twirling around with the honor thing. And they, they did all that. I, I can't find that in the scripture. I, I, it may be in there, but I may be missing it, or I may be interpreting, misinterpreting, or I may not be understanding correctly. I didn't see choir anniversary, pastor anniversary, I didn't see any of these church anniversaries. I didn't see all of this. But man put a twist to things. Uh, I didn't see the ATMs in there in the church. I didn't see uh, so much, so much. So I don't want to get caught up into the new new age church talking about them. But I want to go back and look at the old church, the first church. Yeah, the early church. Yeah. Well, on the day of Pentecost, when the, the apostles was all in one place at one time on one accord, God sent the promise back. He sent the Holy Ghost. So we, we're going to read through these, and we're going to read over in Acts 11 and all these places, Acts 2 and 41 and 42. Yeah, we're going to see some things about the church. And one thing I know he did is he left instructions. Now, whether we follow the instructions of Jesus today or the Father God today, he left instructions. He did that. Yeah. I want to apologize, too, because I said they didn't go to church, but they did. And they went from house to house. Yeah. We're going to see all of that. We're going to see all of that. They went to the temple, I think it was, and uh, the, the temple court. You know, 
They they went up in the synagogue like the you know the rest of the people. I'm gonna put it that way. Cause like the day you have some they don't go to church unless it's a humongous ministry. If it's a big ministry, they are over there. And then they proudly tell everybody. <laughs> but I'm proud to tell you this morning I'm in Jesus and he's in me. And he's the head of the church and he died for it. And it's not just the building that he died for. He died for us. Huh? He died for each of us that received him. He died for those who didn't receive him yet. Because he died for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, no matter what your situation is, he died for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, we, we're going to prayer. And when we come back from prayer, we're going to one more song of the morning. And uh, when we come back, we're coming back with our scriptures, and we're coming back to talk about the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. We thank you for another Thursday morning. Hallelujah. We thank you for watching over as we slumbered and slept last night. We thank you for waking us up this morning, closing our right minds. We thank you for the use and activity of our limbs. Father, we thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for the roof over our heads. Thank you for the cars we drive, God, the trucks we drive, transportation. We thank you, Lord, if we only have $3 in the bank. We thank you for $3. We thank you for finances. We thank you for food on the table. Hallelujah. Clothes on our backs. Shoes on our feet, hot and cold running water. We thank you for fresh air to breathe. We thank you this morning. And Lord, any of these things that we've forgotten, because many feel like they're tiny things, they're just not, you know. But we thank you this morning, because we realize somebody don't have hot and cold running water. Somebody don't have a book over the head. Somebody don't have food on the table. Mm. Yeah, somebody don't know which way to go. They don't have a mind this morning. But, Father, you blessed us, and we're grateful unto you. We thank you this morning, and we appreciate you. We can't thank you enough for all you've done for us, and you're continuing right now to continue to bless us, and you're going to continue even into the future to bless us. We thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for looking beyond our faults and yet meeting our needs. We thank you for being on our side this morning in spite of us. Hallelujah. We thank you that we can cash our cares upon you for you care it for us. And Father, we thank you that you're not like man. You yet love us in spite of. Your love is real for us no matter what we've done, no matter what we do, no matter what we're going to do. Your love is real for us. We thank you for your grace and your mercy this morning. Thank you for your love. Hallelujah. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Ah, oh, thank you for suffering, hanging, bleeding, dying, conquering all, and rising with all power today. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. So much to be thankful unto you for. Most of all, God, we thank you this morning that we can come boldly before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And make our petition known. Unto you, Almighty God, Jehovah, 
Oh, we thank you this morning. We thank you. Hallelujah. And Father, we come together touching and agreeing this morning that every household is that's represented here, those coming through the archives and the podcast, that, Father, you would bless this morning with uncommon blessings, uncommon miracles, and uncommon favor today in the name of Jesus. Father, move by your spirit for your people. And, Lord, those that are struggling to understand your word, God, we ask that you would give understanding, that you would give wisdom and knowledge to these your people. Every time they pick up your word, God, help them to understand the more. Today, Lord, we come asking that you would fix our hearts and regulate our minds. God, we ask this morning that you would heal all manner of sickness that's among us today. Father, heal our minds. Help us to gird up the loins of our minds in you, in the name of Jesus. Father, heal us mentally today. We stand in the need. You gave us power, love, and a sound mind. Teach us how to activate our sound mind today in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask this morning that You would touch and heal our bodies physically. Heal our bodies today. You took a beating for the healing of the nation. And Father, you heal all manner of sickness and disease. Do it for us today in the name of Jesus. Fix our emotions. Put them in place, God. We don't have to long for nothing because you are our Heavenly Father. Not only you hear, but, Father, you answer prayers. And we touch and agree this morning that you would hear and answer these prayers for the sake of your people in the name of Jesus and that your name would be glorified. Help today, oh God. Many are going through bereaved families. Many are going through. Yeah, Lord, help today. Father, we ask that you would remember our personal prayer requests for others. And everyone that has requested prayer through me, through Jesus in the morning, or however, oh God, we ask that you would hear today and answer. That you would bring up every prayer, prayer for memorial, and that God, you would fix today what needs to be fixed. And whatever your will is not, we accept what you allow. But, God, we are asking by faith. We're touching and agreeing this morning. Your word said, well, two or three are gathered in your name. is touching and agreeing. God, you're in the midst. Not only are you hearing this morning, but, Father, we're looking to you for answers. For answers, hallelujah, today, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And, Father, we ask that you would bless those that are incarcerated and Lord, those that are in every branch of the military and administration of the military, Father, we ask this morning that you would bless widows and children that have no fathers. Some have no fathers or mothers. Bless this morning as only you can do, Father, in the name of Jesus. Bless intercessory prayer people everywhere. Israel and Jerusalem, Father, bless today Lucia. Protecting angels to stand watch, to shield and protect them, keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus in obedience unto you 
and love for your people today, O oh God. Move by your spirit. And Lord, remind those that you called or chosen to get up and begin to work. Someone is waiting to be blessed by them. Hallelujah. They'll find them. Do it today in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask this morning that you would bless our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere. Lord, we ask that you would move in a special way today. Shower down your blessings and miracles upon them. That God, they can spread your gospel the more. And that they would pray more. And not just pray for them and they, but their families and other families. In the name of Jesus. Other churches, oh God, other preachers and pastors, help us to pray for one another. In the name of Jesus. Thank you this morning, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, continue to bless America and the leadership. Have mercy this morning, oh God. And forgive us all, Lord, of all our sins and wrongdoings and wrong thoughts, wrong speaking and wrong feelings. And Father, though American sins be as scarlet, we ask this morning that you will wash us all as white as snow. Cleanse us today from all unrighteousness and give us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew the right spirit within us. In America, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor. And, Father, we give you the praise this morning. Help us, Lord, asking it all in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And, Father, we ask that you would bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Give us understanding today. Give us wisdom and knowledge of how to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. Father, we don't want to do what, what make us feel good and what entertain us. But right here, Lord, we want to honor you. Have your way. We need your help. We need to know the truth. For your son, Jesus, is the way, the truth, and the life. Help us through your word to, to get the truth. Again, what you accept and what's pleasing unto you. And, Lord, we may not like everything, but God help us to accept what you allow. We're better off anyway. We ask it all this morning in the name of Jesus. Ask that you would bless our family and friends. Move upon our children and grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Bless the day, Father. We know you're able. And we are asking all of this, believing trusting you and having the patience to wait on you. Ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough that, Lord, you made it possible for us to come before the throne of grace on our own behalf. Lord, we don't need the priest. We don't need another preacher. Lord, we just got to come to you and open our mouths. And we thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you for your son, Jesus, laying the foundation. Oh, we thank you, Lord, that he made it possible that we can come boldly before the throne of grace. We thank you, Lord, that we have no certain place that we have to pray. But, God, we can pray anytime at anywhere. You're right there. You promise never to leave us, nor forsake us. You will be with us until the end and help us go back this morning to the church. In the name of Jesus, the church of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, the house of prayer. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we ask it all again in your son Jesus' name. 
Amen, 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 and hallelujah unto you, Father. We thank you today. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, yeah, there's none like him. We can search all over. We won't find nobody, nobody greater than almighty God that have all power. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're grateful, we're grateful. We're going to this one this morning, and uh, when we come back, we're coming back with our morning scriptures.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Mr. Keith Green. And Lord, you're beautiful. Hallelujah. I love that song. I love it. I love it. So listen, we're looking over in the book of Acts. Well, I tell you what, let's go to Luke first. And we're looking at Luke, and I believe this is chapter 2. And uh, I got to go down the ways, I think. Uh, wait a minute. Well, it, 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 it. I want to go down and keep it, but let's look at uh, uh, verse 20. Let's, let's look at 20 and 21, I think it is. Okay. No, that's not it either. Eight days were accomplished. All right. Wait a minute. I got to, well, let, let, let's talk about this while I find the, the right scripture here. Uh, that's going to talk about John. It's going to talk about John the Baptist and, uh, you know, what went on with him. But the early church or the first church, and what, what I found out through the scriptures, looking over in Acts 2 and 42, uh, 46 and 47, um, Looking over in those scriptures, I found some things. And looking beyond, you know, going a little bit further uh, than Acts chapter 2 and verse 42 up through 47, going a little bit further, uh, I found some things. And I, I'm, I'm going to leave Luke out because it talks about John the Baptist. And John come out, and he was the one in the wilderness crying, you know, repent. He baptized unto repentance, and he taught that there was one coming greater than him, who not only was going to baptize him unto repentance, but that he was going to baptize him with the Spirit, you know. And uh, it, it, it started to spread. Many came out to be baptized, and uh, many heard about Jesus because as John was baptizing, Jesus come up, and he told him, this is he, you know, whose shoes he couldn't even do nothing with, even Jesus' shoes, because he was preferred before him. Although John came first and Jesus came next, John let him know, this is the one that was preferred before me. In other words, this is the Christ. This is the Son of God. This is the Savior of the world. They were first cousins. Or they were cousins. So I believe Elizabeth and, and Mary were cousins. So Jesus and John was related. And before John was born, uh, his dad couldn't speak, Zachariah. The Lord silenced him for a while. Yeah. And the scripture teaches about John who was being filled with the Holy Ghost. So he came before Jesus to prepare the way. Yeah, because he was filled with the Spirit, see? Ah, yeah. But anyway, we're looking at the beginning of the church. And some would say it started right there. Some would say it started when, when John baptized Jesus. But looking over into uh, Acts chapter 1 and verse 5 and 2 and 
one and four. If you're looking over now, we're going to go there. You, you'll find out that the baptism by the Holy Spirit began on the day of Pentecost after Christ's resurrection. And they said the the first Gentile church is started being. Yeah, on the day of Pentecost, they said the church started right there. And later on, you know, well, they said the tradition of it is that the church was founded in Antioch. So we're going to read and, and, and see some things. And after we read a little bit, then we're coming back to talk about the, the, the church duties, let's say, the, the work of the church. What should be going on? We want to, according to scripture, not according to what Barbara wants now, but according to scripture. Yeah, what, what what should be going on in the church? Yeah. So we're first going to Acts chapter one. Let me get another one up here. Yeah, because I, I, I did too many at one time and I I didn't organize them right quick. I got excited with what I found. But let's look over at Acts. Come on. I believe it's chapter 1 and verse 5. Let's take a look at that and see what it says. But John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Yeah. So they were getting them ready. (laughs) Right here. It go on to say that... uh, in verse 2 and 1, wait a minute, let me go back, y'all. Let's see what verse 2 and 1 says. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And verse 3 says, And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And see, I believe this, they they spoke with other tongues because everybody heard their own language. You know, I speak English. I don't really speak. Russian or no other Asian language, you know. So if you heard me speaking that to a Russian person or Asian person, and you know me, and you know this is not what I do, you you you'd be like, oh no, something happened to Barbara. She's speaking another language. Yeah, everybody heard their native tongue. <laughs> And verse 5 says, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now, when this was noise abroad, the multitude came together and were confused because it every man heard them speak in his own tongue. I added verse 6 to this. Yeah. Yeah. And going a little bit, I got to go just a little bit further. And they were all amazed and marvelous, saying one to another, the whole are not all these which speak Galileans. Galileans. And how hear we every man in our own tongue 
wherein we were born, Parthians and Medes and Elamites and uh, dwellers of Mesopotamia and in Judea and Cappadocia, in Pontus and Asia. Uh, oh, it just, it went on, it went on. Everywhere. They heard it. They heard it in their own language. Yeah. So they're saying this is the day that the church started. And so it took me over to 11 and uh, 15 through 17. Let's go there. Acts 11, verse 15 through 17. And this is what it says. And as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them, as on us at the beginning. At the beginning was on the day of Pentecost that we just read about. They, they were all in one place at one time on one accord. So that was the beginning that he's, ta- he's talking about here. And as I began to speak, speak the Holy Ghost fell on them as on us at the beginning, on the day of Pentecost. Look at Acts 2 and 38, 2 over in that area. 16 says, then remember I the word of the Lord, how that he said, John indeed baptized with water, but ye should be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Verse 17 says, for as much then as God gave them the like gift as he did unto us, who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, what was I that I could withstand God? The church started in the beginning. They're telling me on the day of Pentecost. And it says that the tradition holds that the first Gentile church was founded again in Antioch. So let, let's take a look at Acts 11 and 20. And then we'll talk about some things. Okay, Acts 11 and verse 20, right? Yeah. I have to separate my study, though. Then I can be better. So over at Acts 11 and 20 through 21, it says this. And some of them were men of Cyprus and Serene, which uh, when they were come to Antioch, spake unto the Grecians, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the, the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. 22 says, Then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church, which was in Jerusalem. And they sent forth Barnabas, that he should go as far as Antioch. 23 says, who when he came and had seen the grace of God was glad and exhorted them all that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. But he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and of faith and much people was added unto the Lord. Then departed Barnabas to Tarsus for to seek Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people. And the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. That's where they first started the first church and started uh, 
being called Christians in Antioch. When when Barnabas had come and he he got with Saul, yeah, and they went on from there. But today, uh, is it anyone who know what should be going on with the church? Yeah, what what should be going on in the physical building, the house of prayer, the place where we go and praise and worship? Is it a sacred place today? Is it a holy place for us to go today? What goes on in the building? Yeah. They even said that in those days of of Antioch, the first Christian church, that prophets came to Jerusalem, came from Jerusalem to Antioch. Yeah. And look, people back then... They had respect for God, and and, and many, they they didn't play with him. They did not play with God because they knew better. They had saw the wonder-working power of God, and those that were present there on the day of Pentecost, they really got to see what took place. Hallelujah. What God can do. So the early church, this is what was happening. They got the gospel. They got the gospel. After they got the gospel, they learned that they needed to come to God and repent for their sins because they realized they were sinners. They realized they had done wrong. They had done uh, things against God. And so because they've done things against him, and they knew it, they repented. So they heard the word. They repented. They believed. I believe they believed first. They heard the gospel and believed what the word said. They repented. They were baptized and made disciples. And in them being disciples, they brought other people. They, they talked to others and told them about what was going on. In other words, they talked of his wonders works and made known his deeds among the people. So this is what was going on in the church. Folk was coming and being saved, being baptized and going out and declaring Jesus. And they would get together. The early church participated, they say, in two additional core practices, gathering together regularly and devoting themselves to the breaking of bread. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, where what we say the apostles' doctrine, and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. What they did is they heard what the apostles said because they were the ones with Jesus. They were the ones who got all the teachings. They were the ones who saw the signs and wonders of Jesus. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He talked on the mouth. He fed many. Yeah, they got to see the ministry of Jesus fully. And so they come together, and the apostles taught them, and they had fellowship with one another. And they ate, they prayed, 
or should I say they prayed and they ate, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with gladness and sincere hearts, praising God. They went from house to house, breaking bread, having prayer meeting, having Bible study. Oh, I would have liked to, to have been back there and got me a little bit of that in. Yeah, I bet it was awesome. Nobody was trying to take over nobody. Uh at that time, nobody was against the apostles. They was willing and able and glad and ready and happy to receive the word of God. Obey it and put it into action. That, that's what's happening today. We don't go back to the old path and look around. We don't go back and look at these scriptures and see how the church come together and what the church is supposed to be doing. We are people who love entertainment. And whatever the pastor bring in there are allowed to come in these buildings. We accept it. Some of them are dead. I call them little dead ministries. Because the Holy Ghost fire is not up in there. The fire that will cause you when you hear the word of God, if you're wrong, it convicts you. Whatever is not in you it will cause it to come in you because of this. You want it. You'll ask God for it. But people get angry. They say the believers not, but they get upset about the word. And sometimes people just walk away. It takes the Holy Spirit to convict you. It takes the Holy Spirit to keep you. It takes the Holy Spirit for you to remain wanting to be Excited about the word of God. Excited about prayer. Excited about remembering what the first church and the and the early church was doing. We don't want to go back there because we're so modern. We are modern people and we want everybody to think that we are like them. We, we was called out of darkness into this marvelous life. We, we got to come out from among them and be separated. If God is not in it, I don't want any of it. If God is not dwelling in his house, then this is not his house. I come out the same way I went in. Next week, I got more problems than I had uh, before I went to church last Sunday. I want to have a personal prayer life and a personal Bible study life. But it said they did this every day. They continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together and gladness, with gladness and sincere hearts, praising God. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be. He added to, to the church number daily, those who were being saved. I want to look at Acts. And I believe it's chapter 42. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Acts 2 and 42. All right, let's go there. Acts 2 and 42. Let's look at this and let's see what it says. And they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. 
See, I told you. 44 says, and all that believe were together and had all things common. All things common. Everybody needed food. Everybody needed money, you know. But guess what? We all need Jesus. Hallelujah. We all need the word of God. We all need to obey it. We seeking to, to get this. All the, this. Everybody needed the same thing, basically. Common, yeah. 45 says, and they sold their possession and goods and parted them to all men, as every man had need. But we wasn't watching as well as praying. Therefore, the enemy seeped in. And you had those who had no discernment. So the enemy seeped in and took a lot, destroyed a lot. Because his job is to kill, steal, and destroy. He said that's what he come to do. So after that, many of the houses of prayer, they say they were, they started building their own empire. And using the name of God. So no longer selling your possessions and pardoning them to all men, which I sold everything I had and I split it up with everybody. Or I may have bought loaves of bread that I know would feed all of us. A whole cow. And they cut it up and, and, and it, it could be cooked and feed, you know, and feed us. The church wasn't taking up an offering. They wasn't entertaining offering. They sold their possession and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. We need some soup. Well, go down there and tell Bessie to give you some. Because I sold my house and I, I, I sold it for enough that we should never we shouldn't run out of food for two years. My cattle need something, feed, whatever it was, whatever it was. They sold their possession and their goods and parted them to all men as every man had a need. And, and, and today, a lot of people don't understand me because they can't understand me helping <laughs> a member of the household of faith, they, a, a brother and sister in Christ with more than it, it would appear that they're getting more than. They're getting what they need. 46 says, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. They were just happy to be together, to have food, and to praise God. And and the fellowship with each other. They see they was with one accord in the temple. They went there and they prayed. They went there and they got the word. And each person was just happy in their heart. I'm seeking God for me. You seeking God for you. Yet we come together on one accord. Hallelujah. And when we get together on one accord on Jesus in the morning, God moves too. He moves. You can see the spirit of the Lord at work. 
Many can feel it. Verse 47 says, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Mm -hmm. That's the word. That's not Bible now. And many of us can see from the scripture above that early believers regularly emulated the actions of Jesus and his disciples at the Last Supper. It wasn't just about the gospel, repent, you know, or believe the gospel, repent, baptize, and you became a disciple, and we got together and had church, and we ate, and we prayed, and we loved one, and it wasn't just that alone. That was a good portion of it. But then also there were other things that were taught. Jesus was the main leader. He led the way by example. Obeying Christ's command to do this in remembrance of him, which is this communion. That last supper was considered communion. This is what, and you see how simple this is? We we always looking for something deeper. We always looking for this and that, and I want to, foolishness. God brings to man what's plain and simple. Man makes it complicated. Yeah. Verse 47 says, Praising God and having favor with all people, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be. Plain and simple. Peter stood up on the day of Pentecost and said, Men and brethren, he told them they, they, they had to be saved. They had to repent. And somebody else said, well, me and them brethren, what must I do to be saved? That was Peter. Repent and be baptized, every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. For your sin. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But today we make it so complicated. You believe this. I believe that. I want in depth study of this and that. You have not even learned how to keep your mind on God so you can stay in perfect peace. Yet you want all this deepness? What you going to do with that? When you haven't learned to walk in the spirit so you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because that's your flesh desiring that. The spirit desire plain and simple common so that we can understand, not get it twisted, and not make it complicated for those who need to come to God. This is what the early church did. Today, I don't follow these churches because I I can't be involved with all this craziness. How many times Jesus in the Bible? What? Will that save you knowing how many times he in the name Jesus is in the Bible? How will that help you? Really? That's your flesh trying to impress people. How many times have you went to God today and repented? Now, let's talk about that. I repented last night. It is really and truly 7.51 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and those that are of us that's Wherever we are, 
East Coast, West Coast, Central, wherever we are. How many times already since you've been awake this morning have you repented unto the Lord? Can you count that for me? Because people have gone too far, made things more complicated because they want people to look at them as some kind of a bit to do. When whatever you're doing that is right is as filthy rags. Because we don't know how to stay humble. And we let these people pump us up. I love it when you're so and so. No, no, no. Love God. And what he does. Take me out of the equation. Take me out of that. Uh Uh-uh. Because if it's God, it's nothing good about it. Hallelujah. We got to learn the difference in man and God. Yeah, people like to come, oh, you did this, oh, such a, oh, we thank God. We thank God. Don't let them pump you up and fix you up. Because if not, you, you, you don't move from the early church. You don't move from the house of prayer. You don't move from what God established. Now you you up on the pedestal in there. Because they put you on that. They let, you let them put you up in God's place in the house of prayer. The Last Supper, obeying Christ's command to do this in remembrance of me. And now modern day believers follow their example through the practice known as the Lord's Supper or communion. As such, we invite you well, that, that's another thing. <laughs> yeah. How do you have communion at your church? Do you take communion? And why do you take communion? Is it his body and his blood for you? Or, and before you take this, do you repent unto God and make sure you straight with him before you drink his blood and eat his flesh? It's a spiritual symbol. As often as we do this, we're remembering him. That was a part of the first church, the Lord's Supper, our communion. Yeah. And see, new new believers need to know that some of the older believers, we need to go back and take a look. And remember the first church, the house of prayer. That's what Jesus said his, his house would be called. Yeah. And and what communion is or what the Lord's Supper was, we, we drank wine and we eat bread. And uh, that's that. The wine is the blood and the bread is the body of Christ. And we, we we pray, we pray, we pray. I've gone to churches and I didn't know they was having communion. And although I felt, you know, I was okay, I didn't take it. Because it says if you take it and you're not clean, you know, you, you, you haven't gotten yourself together with Christ, you, you're drinking and eating damnation unto your soul. I don't want to mess me up. Some people told me one time, so that's why people are sick. They done, <laughs> yeah, 
Y'all forgive me for laughing here. They done took communion and it wasn't right. It say to your soul. It say to your stomach or your, yeah. But anyway, we want to be careful in all of this. And I'm I'm just sharing a few things about the early church. I, I wasn't going to get all that deep. Like, you know, a lot of people, why didn't you give us the history of it? Was it A.D. or was it B.C.? Look at here. They missed the whole point. But you, you, you can know if it was A.C. or, or B.C. I mean, A.D. A.D. or B.C., but this the thing or the whole thing. What that's going to do for you? It's 2023. We need to know what the church did. And you can look at the timing. But that, that kind of timing has passed. We into the meat, the word of God, the instructions of God. Because if he says, if you do this, I'm going to do that. We want the instructions. See, they go all around the instructions. Because they, they, they're not going to follow instructions. So they go all around the, the true instructions of God. And they're trying to get natural knowledge to bring you fleshly knowledge. I don't want none of it. Bring me spiritual things because he's a spirit. Bring me that which is holy because he's holy. And this is the way the first church was. What about talking about politics? What about bringing the congressman and the mayor and the city council to your church up in the pulpit? Which should be a holy spot in the house of God too? And you bringing these devils up in there talking in line from the pulpit, from the house of prayer podium. The first church didn't do all of these things. They were only looking for what God had for them. Yeah. They gathered together regularly. The church, the first church, the early church, the house of prayer. It was worth nothing that in both mentions of believers breaking bread, they did so together. Simply put, the early believers were devoted to fellowship. Do y'all hear that? And in these scriptures, it mentions of the believers breaking bread. They did so together. Simply put, the early believers were devoted to fellowship. And so we must be as modern-day followers of Christ. In fact, let's look at Hebrews 10, 24, and 25. Let's take a look at that. Because to God, fellowship with one another is important. He told us to love one another, not as the world loves. But we get it twisted many times. We get it twisted, and we go all around the issue trying to get something to please the flesh. So it says, and let us consider one another to to provoke unto love and to good works not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another, 
and so much the more as you see the day approaching. You hear that? Here we fellowship every morning. We assemble ourselves here and we fellowship. We do what they did in a way. We come together here as a group in the morning to give God the first fruit of our day as this group over on Jesus in the morning. You've heard me say that many times. So admonishes, I mean Hebrew 10, 24 through 25, admonishes believers to not neglect meeting together. Why? Because gathering allow us to stir one another up to love and good works. I've had many people that say, Barbara, I do that because that you were doing this and I can't do that, but I did this. They were inspired. They were encouraged. Sister Mara, I love her right now. Sister Mara was listening many days. She'll come and give you her testimony how she came to Jesus in the morning. And many days she was listening, and she listened how during that time I was out uh, doing laundry and, and cooking and cleaning for the sick and the elderly. And she started doing the same things in Atlanta. Good work. She was provoked under love and to good works. Yeah. So when we see the the actively this actively happening within the early church, and we see it today on the mission field as well. Somebody should be a missionary. And teach non-believers. Yeah. I travel to fellowship. I travel to do good works. I travel to show others love. I don't travel as much as I used to. I'm older is what slows down the traveling. <laughs> But listen to this. I went out of love. I went to perform a good work. I went to High Ridge, Missouri one time. And uh, I forgot another name. Yeah, High Ridge. And uh, I went to St. Louis, High Ridge, quite a few places. And uh, I met a lady there. But before I met the lady, the preacher and his wife, uh, they'd invited me up. They was taking me somewhere everywhere to see people. I remember they took me to an elderly couple's house. And the wife was sick. And they had a caretaker there who, who came every day, a nurse, really, to see about the wife and things. I went there. And the preacher introduced me. And he said, if this woman prays, things going to move. So 
So I brought her so she could pray for you and your wife. The wife was in the bed sick. I went in. And listen, I had to be prayed up and stayed up. Now, I couldn't just hang out and play around. No, no. Not like I do in the morning, some mornings here. I, I, I you know, I, I, I no, you, I'm telling you, you got to be prayed up, fasted up. Yeah. And you can't judge and you, you don't want no part of nothing that's not right. So I went in. And I prayed first. Prayed the prayer of faith. The lady had come, the nurse, I mean the caregiver had come and cooked. And uh, before the nurse. And so uh, you can smell the food in the house. I prayed the prayer of faith. And afterwards I began to talk of the wondrous works of Jesus and make known his deeds in that. When I tell you it come from a sincere heart and it come from love for these two elderly people and the caregiver and the nurse. And so uh, in a few minutes, the wife come to the door. She started coming into the living room. The husband was like, honey, you up? He looked back at me. He said, she hasn't been up in days. You know what I'm saying? And she come in there and she said, well, I just wanted to give my testimony too. I just wanted to talk about the Lord too. The Spirit of God got her up, touched the body. You hear what I'm saying? Went from house to house. This man took me from place to place. I went to see George Myers. I'm telling you, I couldn't have been no more than maybe 10 feet if that from her. She was in a Cadillac. I think it was a red Cadillac. It's been a long time ago. And she wouldn't see me because she was afraid, they said, because a threat had been, you know, on her life. Somebody had threatened her life. And I was like, hmm. You know, because, I mean, you might have threatened it, but guess what? I got God and he have angels concerning me. I'm praying for his protection. But see, when we're walking in this flesh and we don't let people put us on a pedestal and we don't got so big, we got corporation now. See, if I get big, I don't want no corporation, so it's no need in me growing that big. I want to stay where I can remain humble before Almighty God. I want to stay in a position where I don't kill nobody. I don't steal from nobody. I don't destroy nobody. Everybody know everybody. I know Sion, Dot, Irene, Jerry, Louis, <laughs> Andrea, Stenner, Shonda. I, I know Anthony. I know Rita. I know uh, uh, Laura. Yeah, and it's a, it's, it's, it's a few more of us. Sister Mary Ann, my buddy, old pal, my $50 buddy. Yeah, different ones. Small community. Sister Angela Foote, she liked knowing everybody. She liked knowing Louis, Sister Jerry. She liked it all of that. Brother Anthony, yeah, she liked that. Anna Lee Foote, her mom, they liked that. Cause they, 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 they like me. They like small communities where we can know one another. 
But if we get caught up into this world, we'll leave the old church and take on the new wave, new age church, and we moving like the world now. But I went from house to house, and she asked me if I wanted something to eat. I told her no, that, 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 that lady who had got up from the sick bed. I told her no, thank you. Because in my mind, I'm going to tell y'all what I wanted. I wanted them White Castle burgers. In Florida, we have crystals. We oh, and I love them. But we don't have White Castles. So I wanted to try the White Castle burger. Thank you, Sugarfoot. <laughs> you know, I already done got the 411 on that. I already done been on the page and everything. Uh-huh. So we... um. Went to White Castle, you know, after I got through, later on, later on, you know, after I got through going from house to house and allowing God to use me. Yeah, showing love and good works. Hallelujah. And uh, it was different, you know, preachers. And I went to a Bible study in St. Louis. And this preacher had like a six-bedroom house, I think it was. And a, a white gentleman, and uh, him and his wife, they had so many children. And so we had Bible study at his house. And then when Bible study, well, I met this one lady, and she wanted to be friends. She wanted to talk and, you know, and so I lost her earring. And we out that night in the light, <laughs> at night, looking for the earring. So we, we built the friendship. She said, I want you to go to my house. I said, okay. So we met up the next day. It had to be the next day we met up because that night when Bible study was over with, we went outside and the preacher, he usually drive a nice car. I think it was a Cadillac or something, brand new, you know. But he come out in an old car. And this was a big heavyset man. And he was leaning back in his car. It looked like the back was down, but the front was up. And we said, where are you going? He said, I got to go down here and stop this fight. We said, what kind of fight? He said, look down the street. Them two gangs. And they finna get together and rumble in the middle of the street. He said, I got to go down there and stop it. We looked at each other. We prayed for you. He went on down there. And when he got so far, I don't know what he said. Because I don't remember him even getting out the car. But whatever he said down there, you saw both sides of the street. One gang on one side, one gang. You saw them disperse. You saw them leaving. Yeah, they was going on with nobody but him in the middle of the street in his car. <laughs> so I meet this sister, and the next day I go to her house. And uh, first she took me to the farmer's market. And everything you could imagine, your meat, your vegetables, your cheese, your wines, uh, fresh bacon, whatever. It was in that one long building, clothing, just everything, grocery store items. And she said, this is our farmer's market. I was like, wow, I never saw nothing like this. So after she bought steaks, and after when she said, I'm let my husband put the steaks on the grill. His name was Tyrone. And... Uh, I'm going to ask him to take you home. So she was in St. Louis, Louis and I was out in High Ridge. And um, 
he took me home. They took me home. And on the way there, I began to minister to him about music. I remember that part. And uh, I told her some things, too, because she was like, he's younger than me. I, I might have to just kind of let go, you know. I said, no, nah, what you got to kind of do is pray. If God put that together, you, 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 I don't care how young he is, you, you don't want to separate it. And he was humble, real humble, the young man. Anything she asked him to do, he would do it. He grilled the steaks. She made the salad. Yeah, it, it was just nice to see them, you know, how they interacted with each other. But nonetheless, God sent me to provoke unto love and to good works. To consider one another. I considered her. I considered her husband. The pastor where we had the Bible study, I considered him. Oh, yeah, that's how we got together the next day. They had a crusade at the church. And this young pastor was just becoming a pastor. So they did a crusade, you know, to bring the people from the community in so that they would know there's a church here. And a church that won't judge you, but a church that will would receive you the house of prayer. There was a girl over there with like six or seven babies. One of the babies couldn't talk. I prayed the prayer of faith, the baby's ears opened. But I took her to the church, to the pastor, and told them what was going on. Boy, they got around and they prayed. And the pastor they had Bible study, he said, baby, she said, baby. <laughs> Yeah, the cousin was so shocked. She she looked from one to the other because we were serving hot dogs, hamburgers, chips, drink, all kind of stuff. I, around, see, it was in a, a a low income area, what they call the ghetto. Y'all know I work a ghetto right now, but anyway, around the corner, and these were some long blocks looked like to me. Around the corner, I went that morning early. It's like seven o'clock. I'm on the corner with my sign, and, you know, I'm waving and telling them, crusade around the corner at so-and-so in church, so-and-so and so And this man, one man pulled up there, and he said, you working? And I looked, and he looked at me. He said, oh, no, no, oh, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 I, I see you not working. I'm thinking, what kind of working? I didn't know it was the stroll where the ladies of the evening worked. I didn't know that. So two, a cross was coming down the sidewalk. And they had two, two or three children with them. But they was coming to see what I'm doing on their corner. What you doing on my turf? <laughs> I walked across the street to meet them. It had not registered to me yet I was on the stroll. That had not hit my mind yet. And so I said, hey. They said, hey. I said, these are children. They said, yeah. You know, but they had kind of a slight attitude. I said, well, I'm Barbara. And um, right over there around the corner at so-and-so church, we got hot dogs, hamburgers, chips. You know, I went to naming all the food. They got drinks. Everything is free. I said, bring your children around, and if you know any." Other ladies with children, tell them to bring the kids and the husband and everybody come around. They got a different attitude. They said, oh, 
Okay, we coming around there. I said, well, when you come around there, tap me on the shoulder. Let me know you're around there. They said, okay, we will. They changed their attitude. Because they see I wasn't out there to take their money. I wasn't out there working. So when they came around to the church, they let me know they was there, and they brought their children. I made sure they got hot dogs, hamburger, drinks. Yeah. And I was working with the pastor wife that had the Bible study. Because at some point, she was looking a little strange. But I come to do the will of him that sent me. I didn't come to play with nobody. I didn't come to take nothing from nobody. I come to give of my service unto love. I come to provoke unto love and to good works. Yeah. So it says in 25, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Now is the time for the church, the house of prayer, to come together and to love one another and to do good works unto one another. Let's get together and do some good works. The harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. Let's get together and see what we can witness and bring lost souls to Christ. Because these so-called new churches, I don't see that. What they're doing is they're bringing more entertainment in, more ways to get the money out your pocket, more of the ways of the world. They're even bringing worldly stuff into the house what they say is a prayer. And they wonder why the pastor is having so much trouble. We must consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. I got to love you today. That same Mari would tell you, Louis blessed me to help go fear by her and Shania, that's her daughter. Sion would tell you, I traveled from here to there where they live several times. The first time I went to see Dot and meet her family, Dot knew me, you know. <laughs> but her family didn't know about me. Well, I guess Sion said, well, let me see what kind of woman this is. Mama got all this trust and confidence and talking all this big talk about it. And this is who this is. Ended up, we all became friends, even the husband. That's my buddy, after David. <laughs> it rolled over to the cousins and things, Coretta. So now we all buddies and friends. But let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good work. That's what the old church was doing. Not forsaking each other, in other words. We come together. Because some don't do that. Some people come to church and it's not because they love nobody in there. It's a social club. It gives me something to do. It gives me a place to go on Sunday morning and I feel better about myself. And I can tell my coworkers, yeah, I went to church Sunday. That's no big thing. You're not doing God no favor. We got to love. If the preacher up preaching and it's not out of love, he got to sit down. Although you got a bunch of disobedient people, oh my goodness, Jesus save us all. You got a bunch of people who 
refuse to apply the word to their everyday life because they're so busy in their flesh. They're so busy about the natural things in life. They're so busy about what they think. They're so busy about what went on with them. We got to love one another. I have a person that fuss with me all the time. No, no, don't do that, Barbara, because it is. Uh-uh, Barbara, I, I went on and did that because I didn't want us to be arguing in the public. That's love. We got to love one another. If you call me and I can be there, I need to get there. Verse 26 says, for if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. What? Yeah. Ain't no more. You willingly, knowing it's wrong, but you brush that out your mind and do whatever it is you decide to do. It says, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. 27 says, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, indignation which shall devour the adversary. Let me tell y'all something. We don't have to do nothing we don't want to do. I don't have to fornicate. I don't have to adulter. I don't have to lie, cheat, steal. I don't have to do none of that. I've been set free. There's his son, the son of the true and living God, Jehovah. And whom his son set free is free indeed. It's our choice to keep going back to the same foolishness. It's our choice to keep finding a different excuse. Talking about something. I tell my friend, I'm older. And I, I really can care less about blemishes and all of that. Now, back in the day, I might have gave that some thought. I never was a makeup-wearing woman. That just wasn't me. Always the natural, you know. Every now and then, I would dye my hair honey blonde or something like that, put a perm in it. But all in all, I was truly natural. Yeah, I believed in soap and water. I believed in uh, perfume. I believed in lipstick, yeah, eyeshadow, but all that other deep and distant, I, I didn't believe that took too much time. I had to go. I had eight biological children. I have time to build no face. God gave me one, so I wasn't going to make a face of myself. Tell me I'm going to wear makeup. Yeah, now if you need it, I understand. I understand, but I am who God made me, and I was going to be natural all my life, and my husband, if he come and give me a a pet or put his face to mine when he came back, he had makeup on nowhere. No lipstick, no nothing on him. Yeah. Now he might have smelled a little different, smelled real nice, but he, he wasn't having those problems. But see, we, we, we get caught up into the world. God made us who we are. And when we know anything, we sinning. And I'm telling this new wave, new age church movement, if you look at it, all I see is, is what I see the uh, the rest of uh, Chris Brown and the rest of, that's what I snoop and the rest of them doing. And they try to bring God over into that thing. 
uh-uh, he won't fit. In your mind, you think he's fitting, but he's not fitting. Because this is something he can't accept. Man must, must do what God can accept and do what God is pleased with. But see, we want to do our own thing. It look good, sound good, I'm doing it. I done been in some places where they said the church, but when I tell you strange, it was strange, very strange. But why you say it was so strange, Barbara? Because of the early church. And I know what church looked like. I know what he said in his word. I know what they was doing over there on the day of Pentecost. I know what was taking place at Antioch. And it wasn't a bunch of entertainment. And see, we American people. And so, you know, we just deserve everything. Let us tell it. We just deserve everything, and we just so much better than everybody, and this is old to me, and I should have it this way, and I need it this way. I was talking to someone yesterday, and they was telling me about inmates being human beings, and they shouldn't be treated like that. And I'm all for that. I really am. But you act like an animal in the street. You was free, acting like an animal, and did all kind of animalistic things. (laughs) Did I make a word there? Okay. So guess what? They locked you up like you was an animal. And they treated you like you was an animal. The scripture said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So it's my job when he sent me to go to the prison, minister, share, do whatever he had me to do, buy food, whatever. But those who had animal actions, they acted like animals. But the scripture go back to say this because some of them changed from the animal activities and became men of God, women of God. And the scripture still says today, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The early church, the first church, what did they do? What were they about? They were about that gospel. They wanted to hear. They wanted to be taught the truth. They got the understanding. The apostles who walked with Jesus, talked with Jesus, Jesus taught them, brought the word to them. The apostles brought to the people what Jesus brought to them, what he taught them. That boy Peter, he, I don't think Peter was a joke. I think Peter get that ear right now, but he might have got more than the ear. He might have got your head. But Peter was an apostle. He was a disciple of Christ. And once they believed, got the gospel, repented, and were filled, these people went out and made more disciples. They told me the fastest way of communication is tell somebody. I remember I went out not too long after I had come out with Jesus in the morning, I didn't have a recording that prayed every morning. I got that a little bit back a few 
might have been a year or two ago, three years ago, if that, if that long. But I was praying the prayer faith every morning. Word spread. A lady came and she told me, she said, uh, I think she emailed me, texted me, or called me, one of the three. I don't forgot now. That's been a while. I've been out here 13 years come August, September, around in that area. She said, I came because I heard you can pray. I heard you was a praying woman. I said, yeah. She said, yeah, they tell me you can pray. I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. Okay. And I went on, you know. Because I pray from my heart. What I'm saying comes, my what I say out my mouth, what my lips say is coming from my heart. I'm before Almighty God. I need the heart and the lips to line up together before him. And many times, not only does he hear, but he'll answer right quick. For others that I prayed for. So I don't want to get it twisted. I don't want to put a spin on it. Yeah, come on over here because I pray for you. No, not like that. Come on over here and let God lead me to pray for you. Come on over here and let's have prayer. Come on over here let's believe God. Let's pray the prayer of faith. It's that prayer of faith that makes us whole. But we need to go back every now and then and look at the first church. If in your church they're not doing what the first church did, I think you need to find you another church. All that entertainment and now you need to find another spot. Because this is serious business. And they were serious back then. They didn't want anybody to be lost either. Even Judas Iscariot, after he done betrayed Jesus and did, he got the 30 pieces and undid her. He became sorry for what he did. It got him so he he, he jumped off the thing and, and bust open. Off the cliff, I think he jumped and all his guts and everything, the words they spilled out. He couldn't take what he had done. He knew he had done it to the Son of God. He knew he had did it to the Messiah, the Savior of the world. We need to love each other and go back to the first church and start looking around. Look at the first church. Now, at your church, y'all might not jump and dance and get excited. And y'all keeping it under control because some people say we're going to show the Lord a little more respect in that. When he told you to get up from there and praise him. Worship him in spirit and in truth. I get excited. I'm telling you about what he's done in my life. Great and mighty things. I can't sit back on the pew and just wave my hand. I actually danced before the Lord. Just like David, I'm telling you. He danced at his clothes. Bathsheba over there talking trash and ended up with no kids. Yeah. I danced before the Lord. It's not about man. It's not about the music. It's about what God has done in my life. That week, way back in 1993, what he did, what he's doing right now, what he did for me in 1975, oh, he done did some stuff all through the years. So at 66, he brought me through much. 
and I want to love him. I want to serve him. I want to worship him. I want to remain his. And the only way I remain here is I must obey him. He said, if I obey, I belong to him. If I don't obey, I'm not a his. Because evidently I'm obeying my daddy, the devil, again. So I want to obey God. I want to obey his word. He's yet speaking to his people. He's yet healing the sick. He's yet raising the dead. He's yet feeding thousands. Yeah, he's yet doing those things. And so we done got so comfortable. We think, okay, we're going to do it, God. I ain't got to do it. No, he needs you in the, in the vineyard. He's calling you. Do you know what he called you to? Do you know what he chose you for? Boy, I get on them knees and get serious with God. And when I tell you, if I didn't know what he chose me for, I would get on them knees and get serious. I went, I talked to him like I talked to you. I, but it's in, in, in reverence now and holiness now. I, got, I mean, bow down. There ain't no just uh, arrogance. Oh, no, not with him. He's the one with all power. But I would go to him sincerely and ask him, Lord, what would you have me to do? Some of us, we in certain places because we don't have the right attitude to come out of that. God know if he fixed that thing for us, we're going to go crazy. You know, we're going to act like fools. We're going to forget him, leave him, go to doing what we want. Because many times when we want something, we humble. That's the way I used to do my parents. <laughs> when I wanted something, I knew how to behave myself and, you know, go to them in the right spirit and attitude. Mama, can I have some white shoes? You always say white look real good on me. You see that? And then guess what? She, We had a florist in the house. She made flowers. And uh, turned them into artificial flowers. Yeah, she was good with that. And I would bring her a glass of lemonade. You could see the frost on the glass. I made sure it was cold. And she's looking at me. Thank you, baby. I was going to get up and get me a drink in a minute, but you brought it to me. Mama can keep working. I wanted the white shoes. I, I was humble. I, I, I did what I should have did. When if I didn't wipe them shoes, she wouldn't have got no water, lemonade, and nothing else. Yeah, I'm honest about it because I didn't want nothing at the time. But as soon as I wanted something, I went to her, you know, humble and lemonade bringing. Made sure I took the glass uh, back to the kitchen when she got done drinking her lemonade. Oh, yeah. But we can't just trick God, but we need to get humble and tell him what we want. Yeah. And mean it. And mean to show him love and reverence him because truly he is worthy. Yeah. He is worthy of everything in our power we can do that blesses him. Oh, yeah. The songwriter said, I love to praise him. I love to praise his name. I love to praise 
And that's what we should do. We should love praising him. Y'all forgive me, my light fell. I'm by the computer and I need the light. <laughs> yeah, I love to praise his name. I love, I love to praise his holy name. He's my rock. He's my rock. My rock, my sword and shield. Yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to love him. And let nothing separate us from his love. And again, this morning, we want to remember the first church. And we want to line up with what the first church, what they are doing. Because it, it's still the first church. It, it still remains. You have churches that still doing what Almighty God said to do. But then you have people that building and built their own empires. But they use the name of Jesus, the name of God. They use that word love. They, they use the word understanding, wisdom, all of these things. And people really believe that. But all they had is for these people money to come out their pockets. And um, they needed workers over there at the church and that kind of thing. And so that's what that was all about. It, it, it was never about people coming in there, being taught and being loved and doing good works. It was about if I get enough people over here, I'm going to be able to drive me a, a Benz. Might be able to get my old Rolls Royce. I can have a house on the hill with a dog named Fluffy. I can have a bigger church because I can get everybody to come and tell me what the W-2s say and all of this stuff, and we treat it like a business. Yeah. To my church and states, uh, uh, let me tell you something. Is what man put together. That, that's not God. Church and state. God gave you the mind that, that, to put a state together. Even call it a state. But without him, you and your state, you're not going to do nothing. But we don't want to hear this because we're too far advanced in technology and modern things. But you better go back to the old way and seek God. You better go back and see what God put in place and what he remains and want to stay in place. This is where we got to do this at. He has said what he meant and he meant what he said. He loves us, but he won't go back on his word. He will not lie, not even for me. And I know he loves me. What? Love me, spoils me, all of that. But he won't go back on his word. Mm -mm, truly, he will not. Hallelujah. So we thank God this morning. We're moving on. And I, I got to go to this one request this morning. And uh, when we come back, the studio will be open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in. I'm going to this one this morning so we can wake up a little bit. Yo, P. Jay, ready? It's the new swag, baby. Woke up this morning and I told myself, not gonna worry about what I cannot help. People dying innocently, hate is spreading rapidly. I'm not talking apathy, but some things guys got. 
check it out. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. J. Moss. And I can't worry about it, God's got it. And if I'm in his will, if I'm obedient unto him, I don't have to worry about money in the bank, gas in the tank. I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, he's going to come through because of what his word said. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Want to wish my baby Kay 
a happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Kate. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, honey bunny. Praying that your special day is blessed and uh, God is leading and guiding in your life. Yeah, it's a great birthday. Hallelujah. That's Theon and Dr. David's daughter and Dot Goodman's granddaughter. Yeah, baby Kate. Yeah, God bless you, KK. Hallelujah. So I wanted to share that. I also want to share this. Uh, we are working on a fourth Sunday fellowship. And that was, the, you heard the phone ring, that was Elder Lawrence. And uh, he called me to give me some dates. And because his church, and don't make me tell the story, uh, lie because. That's, I, I can't remember the church right now either. But anyway, uh, they, you know, connect with us, Freedom Doors. And we go down to Atlanta Beach, Florida. I used to have a Christmas service every year. And then uh, some things happen and COVID come along, you know. And so and sometimes I just couldn't get down there. So we're going to go back to the December 25th church service. We're going to start back. Uh, Hopefully May the 28th, either June, May the 28th or June the 25th, which would be the fourth Sunday in May, fourth Sunday in June. And we're going to start back inviting churches and um, to come together to fellowship. And, oh, I tell you, we was having a wonderful time. Uh, his church, his pastor, they had a men's group, and they used to come and sing. Oh, it was so much good time. And so we're going back to doing that, and I'll probably be traveling just a tad bit, not too far out, but <laughs> Lake City, you know, Georgia, you know, around and there. But, uh, and then sometime I may have to go up north, because me and them northern preachers, we get along really, really good, really good. Yeah, a few southern preachers, but mainly them northern preachers, I don't know what it is, but we get along really, really good. And uh, I even never had no real problem with the northern women. Yeah. But I thank God. I thank God for it. So I wanted to put that out there. Note your calendar. May 28th, June 25th. Note your calendar. And uh, if you are in the local area, Georgia, Carolina, uh, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, wherever you are, and you want to be a part of the Fourth Sunday Fellowship, or you want your church to be a part of it, you can talk to your pastor, and he can become a part of it. And y'all may want to host it one fourth Sunday, so we'll have to travel to you. And this is what we do. We raise an offering. We raise an offering. But the offering stay at the church. Whatever church we're at, that's, that's their offering, the hosting church. Because what we try to do is we try to build, you know, help the church financially the best that we can. We've taken up some money in these fellowships because everybody comes and they work unto good works. They come in love to be a blessing to others. People sing and they sing out they so old they sing. People travel, pay for the travel to come to be a blessing unto others. And some Come and they bring money when they come. Hey, y'all know we going down there to the fourth Sunday fellowship. They start the first of the month. 
So everybody, we need you to put $10 over here until we, you know, go down and bring it Wednesday, Tuesday, whenever. But we need to be putting the money together for offering this to give, you see. And it builds the churches, especially small ministries, small churches. Yeah, I met a man. He said, they tell me, woman, you have one more full Sunday fellowship. He said, I'm going to come one Sunday. I'm going to come to that one full Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up coming to my church and everything. Yeah. Because God will move in those services because he put it together for the people to be blessed and the church to be blessed. Yeah. So we want to remember that. We want to remember the old church and the way God ordained it to be, and he wanted to remain. Hallelujah. So we're thankful unto him. I think I got the announcements out, and uh, y'all pray for us to intercessors. Y'all pray for us. Continue to pray for my family. Uh, we lost that great, I lost a great nephew, great, great nephew. And uh, I found the article twice. Found it on the news, on Facebook, wasn't looking for it, it just popped up. And then it come back again through Twitter. Somebody, you know, the news people posted it. And it's showing that they arrested the guy that killed him and yada, yada, yada. But anyway, uh, I thank God for strength. And, you know, I don't care if you love one good or bad. You love them. They're your relative. And you love them. And sometimes they make some big mistakes or they do wrong. Just straight up do wrong. Yeah, I had a nephew, a boy, if you make him mad, he was the nastiest son you have from home and see. Evil. And I knew it. You didn't have to come and tell me about him. I knew. And some days I used to tell him, you need, you need to get that thing under control. I don't bother you. I said, no, because I'm your aunt and you love me. I know you love me. You ain't going to bother me, but you're bothering other people in the street. I said, any time you can ride up on the side of the police and play with them, I said, you need to stop that. They will pop you. Oh, they know what time it is, this and that. I said, well, uh, is it that you got your hand in the governor or the president's pocket? No, nothing like that, nothing like that. They just know. He died. That's all I can tell you. If I'm not mistaken, it had to be around 92, 93. He died after I got saved. You hear me? I went to tell him, don't go to the club. Don't go out tonight. Don't do it. Begged him over there crying and begging him. Told the nephew to take me home. I had lost my mind. And the nephew took me home, dropped me off. The four day that morning, they was bringing him out the club in the body bag. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? It was my nephew. I loved him. I'm from the South. Y'all know we love gold here, 32 gold teeth. I don't know, play face. What they call these things now they put in their mouth? Grills. Now, he was <laughs> a natural 32 gold teeth he had covered in his mouth. He used to keep them clean. That was his MO. He'd keep his teeth clean and keep them shy. Because if you don't, your breath will smell. Whatever. You got too much in your mouth. Yeah. I loved him. But I knew who he was, and I knew what he would do. Yeah. So we pray. 
for our families. We pray for our friends. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ. And for me, the, the brothers and sisters in Christ come before anybody else. I got to be especially good to them. We are members of the household of prayer. We are members of the household of faith, really. We, we, we believe God. Hallelujah. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. Listen, the studio is open again. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in. Listen, Brother Anthony, I want you to go back to Proverbs 3. Listen this morning. Chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. And when you get there, as you're reading that, some things are going to change. Good morning, Apostle. God bless you this morning. Uh, some things lined up in your path are going to change. Because God's moving you forward. He's moving you forward. It's the truth that set us free. You told the truth. Yeah, you, you, you're telling the truth. So guess what? He's going to move you forward in some things. Yeah. So go back to Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Stay right there. Stay right there. And it's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I feel all right. Amen goes right there. Ah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm parched in here. I need me some water, y'all. Look, I'm going to this one. And we'll be back, studio open. If you have something you'd like to say, feel free to press that number one and come in. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. While all others that are calling. Just don't pass me by, Lord. I know everybody got a prayer request in there, but he's big enough for us all. Yeah, just don't pass me by. And he won't, he won't. He won't pass us by. But uh, I got this from Apostle Boat right this morning. She said, uh, today is National Day of Prayer, the first Thursday in May. So we want to be prayerful all day as often as we can remember today is uh, the day of prayer. And we have much to pray for. If I had the chance to just stay on my knees and just pray or just go in my prayer closet and sit there and just pray, I could be in there forever. It's so much to pray for. Yeah, a lot of things God is just doing for us. You let the sun shine. Oh, it's beautiful out there today. Look cool here, but beautiful. This is seven degrees. I'm not, I, I'm not looking for that. I, I'm looking for 65, waking up in the morning at 65. By 12 o'clock, I'm looking for it to be 84 degrees. But it's cooler. It's cooler in Alaska. They had snow yesterday. Day in the month of May. April icebreaker. They got the black ice, what we call it, the slush, and all. May, it should be gone. Streets clear and everybody. It snowed there yesterday. Woke up this morning. It is nice and cold to me. A little bit more than cool. It's cold. And at 9.01, it's 57 degrees. That's, that's not us. <laughs> I need a little more heat today. Yeah. But it's time to pray. Things are changing. Things have changed. It's time for prayer. Yeah. A lot of people asking, well, what we going to do when there's no more food? Well, you need to be stocking up right now. You need to be preparing for the famine. Mm-hmm. Mainly stock up in your Bible study. Stock up in your prayer life. Stock up in your witnessing life. Get more. Do more. Yeah, stock up in your ministry. Stock up in what he called and chose you or called or chose you to do. Stock up in that. You'll be able to lay your hands on the pantry. And food will be there for you. Food will never stop. Your pantry won't empty. As a matter of fact, it'll never go empty. God got a mighty sweet way. Somebody knock on your door. And you you scared to open the door because you think, oh, they might come to rob. They come to bring you something. Doing the famine. God's going to look out for his people. He's not a lying God. Things going to work together for our good. But we got to be in the, in his will. His Not the permissive will, but his perfect will, as they told me. They said that permissive will is what God is permitting you to do. But his perfect will is according to his will. Is what he accepts. Is what brings pleasure to him. Hallelujah. Nothing brings pleasure to God more than man stopping, stepping out on his word by faith. Because he knows his word is true. Nothing brings pleasure to God 
like you witnessing from your heart in love and this person surrendered to him. Just fall down right there before you and go to confessing everything to God and go to crying and asking God to hear. Huh? Oh, I don't see nothing at that plenty of times. I love it. Mm-hmm. Because you know God done touched him. This a strong man. He ain't no joke. He ain't around here playing. He making six figures and, and taking care of his household and everything, and he ain't playing nothing about nothing. And you see him hit the ground and surrendering unto God. Boy, look at you. That's a beautiful sight. Crying and meaning what he's telling God. I'm sorry, Lord. Da, da, da. That's a beautiful sight. Who don't even men love to see that? Preachers, men, preachers love seeing that. Mm-hmm. I done seen them skip on one foot. <laughs> Ooh. Because God was moving right here, right now. Yeah. I done seen them stretch their hand out and they go to crying too and holler out to the Lord. Yeah, because the spirit is moving. <laughs> we ain't no match for the Holy Ghost. No ma'am and no sir. But that's what we want to do. We want to talk of his wonders works. Make known his deeds among the people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we're grateful unto him this morning. And I just want to bring plain and simple Nothing deep and complicated, because we want all this information. But the simple and plain things of God, we ain't got that right yet. But yet we want to get deep. And we want it from the beginning and the ending and the dates on it and when it was. And Oh, that's not going to do you no good. I want you to go in there and repent and, and get it right with God. Now, that makes some big difference there. I want you to go to his word and stand on his word, and after standing, stand some more. I want to see you waiting on the Lord and being of a good cheer, and he's going to be of a good courage, and he's going to strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That's what I want to see in your life. I want to see you working Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, and don't leave 7 out because they'll work at 3, 5 through 6, but they'll leave off 7. Seven says, be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. They, they don't want to go there. They just want to, uh, him to direct their path. But I want to see you in that Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, working that out and walking in that. Yeah. Yeah. Now faith is going on over to Hebrews. But go over there to Second Peter and, and see what he tell you about looking in the mirror. See what he tell you about what what pleases God is when you look out for widowers and, and children who don't have a father. Some don't have a mother or father. When you're blessed over there, see what he says about that. And when you start doing that, watch what happens. We got to go back to the church, to the first church, and do our works over. Many of us, we done got too far gone. We, we in, At the first church, uh, I didn't hear him using all these big words out the dictionary. Anybody else heard that over at the first church? When the day of Pentecost was fully covered, they were in one place on one accord at the same time. The promise that God promised, Jesus told them he was going to send them a comforter. The comforter came, the Holy Ghost. They all spoke in different languages. And there was plenty about Jews there from every nation. But wasn't nobody speaking 
in big words at the dictionary. They were speaking in the language they could hear and understand about God. I'm English. I mean, I speak English. I can't come and witness to you in German. I have to witness to you in English, and I have to witness to English people unless I have an interpreter. And now your phone will interpret. Oh, glory to his name. So that was when they told me the first church started right there on the day of Pentecost. They said, men and brethren, what must we do to be saved? Peter was the one they told me stood up and said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's a gift. It really is a gift. Everybody don't have it. Everybody don't have discernment. But if you truly have the Holy Ghost, you're going to have discernment. But you truly got to have him and let him lead and guide in your life. It's important. Every day is not going to be hunky-dory. Every day is not going to be the greatest day you ever lived. But it'll be a good day, guess why? God made it. God made the day. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful to him this morning. I appreciate him. I love him. I can't do without him. I can't make it without him. I, I don't know about nobody else. But I wouldn't know which way to go. What? I would not know what to do without him. Mm-mm. I'll be around here, uh, a basket case, looney tune crazy, uh, a mind messed up. But because he lives in me and because I have it, I can ask him which way to go and he'll do it. He keeps showing me to go up by this water and walk. <laughs> what I was saying, my knees hurting <laughs> cold. Get up. And go up there by the water and walk. Ooh, so I got to get on up there and walk. Well, I got somewhere to go this morning anyway, and after I leave there, I'm going on up there and walk. And get it over with. Yeah. And I may have to do it every morning, which is a good thing, good thing. Because uh, if you exercise right, it's going to help you. It'll loosen up your limbs and all kind of things. Tighten you up, yeah, I'll tone you up and all of that. Yeah. So I'm happy this morning. I'm happy. I'm grateful to the Lord and I thank him. And look, I'm going to one more song. And uh, when we come back, if nobody have anything they would like to say, I'm going to pray us out today. And we pray uh, that the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Y'all bring a Friday testimony with you unto the Lord. Yeah, it'll be all right. You know, sometimes in life, situations are going to occur where you may look to the left or the right and you can't find any answers and you can't find anybody to help you. But I'm reminded of the word that says, They that wait upon the Lord, He shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Come on. You got to learn how to wait. I don't mind waiting. 
for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't mind waiting on you, Lord. Because what happened a lot of times is this. We are not looking at the early church and what was going on. Uh, we tired of waiting. So we began to get up and make our own ways. Yeah. Uh, we began to drive nice cars, live in the house on the hill with a dog named Fluffy because we're working more. We're missing church. We're missing Bible study. We're missing prayer service. We're missing a lot of things at the church. Because we can't wait on the Lord. He's taking too long. I wanted that Cadillac for years. I'm going to go ahead and get it. I got to take an extra job, but I'm going to get that Cadillac. I always wanted to live in a nice community. And if I just get me another job, make it a little bit more than I'm making now, and keep my same job that I'm going to retire from, then I can have that house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. And people buying dogs. You're not supposed to tote the price of a dog in your pocket. But guess what? The folks buying dogs and, and, and church folks and doing all kinds of things that the scriptures say not to do. That's because we left the house of prayer. And we're working in our own house. Working on our own house. Building our own empires. Yeah. In our name. and But we're using the name of God on the creek. Yeah. You may not have but 20 members. You may not have 20 members. But if that's what God called you to, and those are the people God sent under your shepherdness, you as a shepherd, then you be faithful with that. And he will add to the church daily, such as should be. Yeah. He will bring the numbers up because he knows how much you can bear. Yeah. I don't worry about the numbers here. That's not my business. Who God sin is who he sin. Who he don't sin is who he does not sin. That's it. All right, Brother Anthony, I'm coming at you right now. God bless you this morning. How are you? Bless, highly favor. Good morning to you, Miss Barbara. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm trying to get to this destination. I was trying to call before I got there. Well, get in before I got there. I'm just... But uh, nevertheless, I just thank God for waking me up this morning. I thank God for life, health, and strength, keeping me in my right mind, allowing me to see another day never seen before. And I thank Him for uh, who He is to me, what He's doing in me, where He brought me from, where He's taking me at. And just thank God for uh, the breath He breathed in my lungs for another day that He had made that we can rejoice and be glad in it. So. I, I just a blessing to be here another day and in my right mind and able to function, you know, so uh, I'm blessed. I thank God for you continue to do what you do in your ministry with this ministry and uh, just thank God for the, the love and thank God for him drawing, drawing me to him. Closer to him daily. So, praise God. And good morning to uh, Brother Louis. Uh, good morning to you, Miss Barbara, Brother Louis, Sister uh, Jerry, 
and all the other ones this morning. I can't focus on on what I wanted to say right at the moment because I'm trying to drive, but God bless y'all. Y'all know I love y'all, and y'all just keep me in y'all prayers. I keep y'all in mind, and y'all have a blessed and awesome rest of the day today. Amen. 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 Yeah, we love you too, and God bless you, Brother Anthony. And uh, just keep going, just keep going, and just keep living in truth. And God is going to do what he promised he would do. He's not a lying God. Sometimes we have to wait. And uh, as Juanita Bynum just said, we don't mind waiting on the Lord because we're waiting on him. And when he comes, he's bringing all that's good. Yeah, he so he know his thoughts concerning us. He's going to bring us to an expected end. Yeah, whatever you expected, he's going to bring it. And uh, it, it may not be the ending of our life. It may be the ending of a heart's desire. It may be an ending of something else. Yeah. But God is faithful to his people. And if we can but be faithful to him, because he said if we would be faithful, he would give us a crown of life. And so I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah. Lord, if I continue in him, I'm going to get that crown. And it won't ever fade. When I stand before him, you know, I can hear him say, well done, that good and faithful servant. Yeah, you stayed the course. Yeah, I didn't have to run fast. Yeah, because the race is not given to the swift nor the strong but the one that endures to the end. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that word. I can yet hold on to his word. So in 2023, his word still remains the same. It won't change. It's not a lie. It, it, it does what he set out for it to do. Yeah. And he has said what he meant and meant what he said. I'm grateful to him this morning because he's on my side. I feel all right right there. But he's on my side this morning. And for me, I've gone through the storm and lots of rain. But today I can truly say I made it. I made it. Yes, because for him, wait on him. Barbara, be of a good courage. I'm going to strengthen your heart. Wait, I'm telling you, just wait on me. I'm coming. Hallelujah. And that's all I can do is wait on him. Yeah. And any time the devil gets uh, uh, just to working and doing his thing and acting a donkey and all of that, just know your blessing is about three feet, if that far, away from you. The great blessing of the Lord is right there. That's the time to begin to praise him. That's the time to begin to worship him. Quote his word more than you ever have. Talk to him because your blessing is right there. That's why the enemy is cutting up so bad with you. Yeah. I had a, a preacher that called me and said, oh, you know that devil been busy today. This, this, that, and that, and after that, then this, and after this, then that. Look here. It's time to praise it. And look here. Because her blessing was about one feet from her. One feet from her, after all of the trauma and all of that, she said, I had to call you. I said, let me call her and talk to her right quick because she's going to encourage me and get my mind back on the right track. Right after that, they come back and they told us some negative news about the great blessing. And she went on and, and waited on the Lord and kept her mind on him. And what happened? The great blessing, just, it, it, in a matter of minutes, 
uh, uh, the next day, let's say, by the next day, she was good to go. She knew everything she needed to know. The blessing had already come through for her. Yeah. But any time he cut up, just know your blessing right there. Call somebody. Hey, pray with me today. And be honest, this, this, and this is going on. I need prayer. Yeah. And watch God move. Because it's already done. The enemy can't stop it. But he likes to harass. He likes to aggravate. He likes to make you angry. He likes to do all of those things. But in Scripture said we can be angry but sin not. I'm not going to get frustrated over what he's doing over there when I serve a risen Savior. That have all power, there's no higher power. I'm not going to be frustrated over the foolishness. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm going to mute your mic, uh, Brother Anthony, we hear a little noise there. Uh, as far as what people say about me, I just don't have the time. I'm busy over here, and I don't have time to consider it. Now, if it's a lie, I can't be bothered. But if it's not a lie and I'm wrong, I got to consider that. Yeah, I have to fix that. I have to go to the Lord with that one. Because I'm wrong, and Lord, I need you to fix it. I'm like Harvey Watkins, fix it, Jesus. <laughs> fix it for me. And when I tell you, he's able. Yeah. When we keep our mind on him, we treat others right. We don't want to do nobody no wrong. Mm-mm. And again, today, it's all right in Jesus' name. Already all right in his name. And we are thankful unto him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And intercessors, y'all pray for me here. I love shoes. I love shoes. And I found something I call them wicked wacky. Oh, they just look like a spaceship to me. And uh, they were in my size and the color I wanted. And I was blessed to get them at a very low price. I mean, very low. And I jumped on them. But uh, I'm looking, and, and, and they, I, I didn't want to be looking, but they sent it to me, and I opened it up, and when I looked, bam, that was some more shoes. Yeah, and I just love them. I love them too much, I think. But, <laughs> and, and, and you can only wear uh, one pair at a time. And my son in Kissimmee, A.L., he told me, he said, Mama, don't wear the same shoes every day. I said, boy, these shoes are comfortable. I love them. So we're going to give them one pair of feet and wear them same shoes every day. It's not going to help your feet. Now, I need you to, you know, wear different pairs. So in my mind, now, y'all know it. I said, yeah, well, I need to get more shoes because I don't need to be wearing the same pair every day. House shoes at all. Shower shoes. Yeah. I love shoes. And uh, some of them, I think they're just gorgeous. You know, and they just look good with the outfit. Yeah. But I thank God he's able and he supplied me with what I desire many days. And some days I said, well, don't look like I should be doing this. I said, but I want it, Lord, and I'm going to go on and get it. I go on and get it and he, you know, make up. And so I'm thankful unto him uh, for being like that. I just feel for many days. But I'm thankful unto him, and I want to keep my mind more on him, keep a more prayer life going, and uh, more of a Bible study life. I took my Bible and put it on the couch so I can sit there, recline a little bit if I want to, 
with my pen and paper and, and, and look at the word, you know, study it and get my uh, my dictionaries and whatever else I use and, you know, let it come through. So I thank God for his wisdom, his knowledge and understanding. And all my getting, I got to get understanding that's according to his word. So thankful unto him this morning. Is there anyone else? Uh, we have plenty of time. If you have something you would like to say this morning, feel free to press that number one and come in. And I saw, a, a, I think it was a 434 number, and it begins with an 8. And I've seen it several times, but I'm not familiar with that number. But uh, I thank God. I thank God. I see you over there, Sister Rita. Good morning to you. God bless you today. And uh, good morning to you, Sister Sion. And uh, my buddy was here earlier. Good morning to you, Pastor David. And Sister Dr. Goodman, Sister Irene, Sister Jerry. Good morning to you. Again, good morning to you, Brother Anthony. Good morning to you, Pastor Boatwright. Brother Lewis had to run out to an appointment this morning, so he didn't hang around. But if he get a chance, y'all know he'll come back. So I'm thankful unto God for each and every one. And uh, to the intercessors, I thank God for those who pray for me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, prayer will fix it every time. And uh, over on uh, Jesus in the Morning on Facebook, uh, y'all go over there and take a look. Go down the page, you know, and not just look at the marquee or whatever for Jesus in the Morning. But go down there and put some valuable information uh, if you're in Florida and you're looking for a small starter church is what I call it. It's a little small church, and uh, I didn't count the chairs, but they're like a whole 30 people and uh, maybe more. And uh, they have it up for sale. Cute. I went down last Saturday to Lake City, Florida is where it's located. So I went down to Lake City. And I looked in the church, went in there, talked to the pastor, his wife, and everything. And uh, beautiful, beautiful little church. I would love to have it. But in Atlantic Beach, which is closer to me, there's a free church there for me. Yeah, it's free. That's where, I, that's what I'm using, the free church. Because I don't have to go through nothing. I don't have to ask my pastor friends to come together and help me raise the money. Uh, two hundred thousand, uh, two fifty. I don't, you know, I don't have to go through that. I don't have to go to my pastor and talk to him and let him pray, and we pray together. I, I mean, the pastor and and, and go to her because her husband is the bishop now. He was our pastor, but he got bishop and she became the pastor. So I don't have to go to them and have them praying with me about that. And then they go down. We, I got to go down with them and let them look and consecrate. And uh, so God just made it possible. And He went on and moved at a church I use anyway. Yeah. And so I'll be able to go over there and have Bible study. And uh, I might do uh, a Saturday Bible study over there. And uh, for Sunday fellowship and. Uh, Sunday morning Bible, uh, uh, Sunday school, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But I have to give way to the work that I have to go outside and do, not just in that building, but the work I have to go outside the building and do. So, you know, the Lord adjusts the days, Sunday. 
And so I'm thankful unto him. I give him glory. I give him honor and praise. So intercessors, y'all keep me praying up, prayed up, and I pray for the building in Atlantic Beach and uh, that God will move. Because I know once I get down there, because after I stopped going, you know, COVID came, yada, 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 and they just went in there and uh, a while back and sanitized that building. We did the bathroom floor. It's a beautiful golden purple, already decorated. I mean, it is beautiful. And so, uh, you know, everything I need is already done over there. And so that's the spot that God gave me. And I, I have to go with what he gave me. Although I would love to have that little church in Lake City. Oh, I could see myself up in there just cutting rugs. Yeah, across the floor. <laughs> but God gave me Atlantic Beach. And so that's where I'm going to uh, be a blessing down there. Uh, another thing is Mother's Day is coming, and your mother may have passed away, but be a blessing to another mother, yeah, an older lady. Be a blessing to her if you can, yeah, and especially if she don't have children or her children are no longer here. Be a blessing. Sometimes there are mothers that the children is here, but they're not faithful to their mom. They They, they don't you know, go and do what they're supposed to do because their mind is on themselves. Yeah, sometimes children can be very selfish, and especially if you spoil them. So if you know of somebody whose children are not there for them, be a blessing this year if you can. If it's nothing but a few roses, uh, because they sell these roses, you can buy one at a time, buy three or four, and give them to somebody. Yeah, and it's already all right in Jesus' name. This year, I don't know what uh, my children may or may not do, but I really don't look for them. Now, I look at Shantae because I know her. She's going to do it whether I want her to or not. And uh, the youngest boy, you know, he's going to do something. Mommy, you want to go to Juice of Crab? Well, I love Juice of Crab, but I don't want to go this year. I'm trying to watch my finger. <laughs> uh, my boy, don't bring me no flowers. I, I got plenty of them. All them what not, y'all keep all of that. The little this and that on the shelf and that and the world's greatest mom t-shirts and all. Now y'all keep all that this year. I'm, I'm just not there. I'm just not interested in that this year. But uh, I, I don't tell them that. Now I won't say that. You know what I'm saying? They know me, but I wouldn't say that. Whatever they can do and whatever they want to do, I let them do it. If they don't do nothing, that's fine with me. I love them. They're still my children. And I'm moving on because I have so many kids, so many. Yeah. Not, uh, some of them are not biological, but I love them as if they are. And I got one son, he going to call me, and he always say, oh, yeah, you thought I forgot your mother's day because you hadn't heard from her. I say, yeah. And we started laughing. Yeah. But I thank God. I thank God. And um, I thank God that if I didn't have one child to do nothing. He'll be a child for me if I need him to be. Uh-huh. Do you know he will be a child for me if I need him to be? Because he'll send me some children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, if no one else has anything to say, and as they say in church, if our hearts and minds are clear, I'll pray us out this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, we thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough. 
You've been good to us, better than we could ever be or anyone else to our family. Father, you're an on-time God. You're always there. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, most of all, your love for us. We thank you this morning. Oh, we can't thank you enough. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. And Father, as we depart this morning, bless our going out. Bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Father, remind us that it's you that heal all manner of sickness and disease. Hallelujah. Remind us of the first church, the early church. Father, remind us of your gospel. Remind us of faith. Father, remind us to trust you. Remind us to have patience. Remind us to repent, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, not only these things, but help us to keep our mind on you, knowing you'll keep us in perfect peace. And Lord, help us to follow your son, Jesus. And not just say we're following following him, but Lord, let it be in action. Let it be in deed. And help us to be baptized in the name of Jesus. And help us to go out and make disciples unto you. Lord, move in a mighty way for us. We need you so that we can be in your perfect will and do what pleases you and the things that you can accept. Do it today, Father, in the name of Jesus. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to love. Teach us how to wait on you. Lord, you know what we need. In the name of Jesus, we ask it all this morning. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. And look, I'm going to change the music in here. I'm going to change the music. I'm working on it. (laughs) And I, I get around to it. Listen, uh, give someone something of quality today. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, May the 4th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and we're going to our last song of the morning. After this song, I won't be coming back. Have a blessed day. I'm glad I don't look like what I've been through, all right? Look at somebody and say, I'm glad I don't look like what I've been through. No, you said it to the wrong person. Grab the person behind you and tell them, hey, hey, you. I'm glad I don't look like what I've been through. Come on, me
glad. So glad. I got it right. <laughs>